This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tool. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal phone in series, our show in which we listen to you and get your thoughts. Um, apologies that this is delayed. I was meant to be doing this at uh, six o'clock this evening, but I completely forgot that I've been playing, I was playing football um, this evening. So. Uh, it means that it's at eight, which I completely understand um, clashes with the Champions League games. Um, this has the potential to be the worst phone-in show ever, uh, which I know is not the best advertisement uh, for these shows um, because they require you guys uh, to hop on and to have a chat and discuss things with us. But uh, I'm hoping that uh, some of you will do and some of you may spare me the... Uh, uh, the embarrassment of just sitting and having to chat with you guys in the chat box. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, we welcome uh, you all on here, if you are indeed over the age uh, of 18. You've got a webcam and a good internet as well. Um, we're going to be discussing the Raya-Ramsdale debate, hopefully. Um, we're going to be talking specifically about people's thoughts about uh, how things have gone down between the two keepers. We're going to be talking to you guys in the chat box um, as well and getting some of your thoughts. I imagine that we may be doing a pretty heavy chat box focused show because doing this show on a, on a Wednesday night with Champions League football on, I, I don't imagine. Now, there is a link if you would like to join the show and get your thoughts and feelings uh, heard on the topics in today's video description. I encourage you to do that. You may need to refresh the screen to see it. Uh, otherwise, uh, I've also put a link in the uh, in the um, the chat box as well. So uh, please do, uh, if you would like to, uh, hop on and save me from being alone <laughs> just chatting to you guys in the uh in the chat box let's let's do that uh, right now tom has been with us now for 27 months fantastic uh thank you so much um tom for, for joining us very much appreciate your time uh we've got byron who says enjoy the footy um a royal a royal hat trick left foot a right foot and a header isn't that the perfect hat trick i think it's called i did score but i didn't get a hat trick sadly which is a shame um james uh, we're gonna need a live stream of you playing football tonight i'm afraid that's not gonna happen um it's walking football so it's not that exciting you know all of my mates no longer 
are up for seven aside. So I have to, uh, I don't have to, I enjoy it. Um, play with the uh, the father-in-law and and, uh, and his group of, of mates and they're walking football. It's great. Um, Yasin says, shame uh, for you and your planning, Tom. Jokes, would love to join, but I'm on daddy juices tonight. No problem, mate. No problem at all. Uh, let's bring in our first caller of the evening. And uh, it's someone that I've not seen in a while and I'm very glad to see him. It's Bill. Bill, how you doing, Bill? You good, well? Hey, Tom. I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. It's, it's been a while since we've spoken. I think the last time I did speak to you was potentially Chicago. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds about right. It's probably been it was, that uh, long. It was a great trip. It was uh, it was a great week uh, that, that we obviously spent uh, watching the Southampton game last season. Shame the result didn't go perfectly, but uh, the Globe was, was pretty darn exciting that evening, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's really unfortunate that, like you said, that result and... Yeah, I started to think for a while that I had a curse. Every time I went out to watch a game at a bar, we uh, let in a goal early. That Southampton game, I'm pretty mm. sure the uh, Fulham game uh, this uh, season, I was also at the Indy Gooners bar. So uh, I'm pretty sure we let in one early then. Uh, luckily, I've <laughs> yeah. been to a bar since and, didn't, and we didn't uh, let one in. I think it was the Manchester United game. So Mm. uh, that was a good one to enjoy with the rest of the crowd. Absolutely. It was a great experience and I certainly hope to get out to the States uh, at some point in the near future again to, to experience it. I hopefully should be seeing Dilly as well uh, soon because she's heading over to the UK uh, very soon and, and Mike's uh, over at the moment uh, as well and uh, I will be seeing him and, and Elliot as well I think on Friday which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, let's discuss the topics. There's a number, a range of things that we can talk about. We I've kind of thumbnailed the video as Ramsdale versus Ray or Martin Odegaard's form or the title race. What is it specifically Bill that you'd like to bring to the table uh honestly i mean let's just get the elephant in the room out of the way like the raya versus ramsdale thing mm. I, I i i seem to find myself on one side of the fence or the other depending on the day honestly uh, i i really do feel for ramsdale but this is you know top level sport it's cutthroat um so yeah i get that you know, we may have an attachment to Ramsdale, but Arteta seeing these guys uh, week in, week out on the training pitch. Uh, we just get to see them for, you know, 90, 90 plus minutes, you know, once or twice a week. Uh, I, hmm. I, I I do see, um, it, it, I do feel for you it, uh, with your uh, sentiment that why why not give him the Champions League games? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I had that same thought. Um, and based on Raya's current form, um, you have to imagine that Ramsdale should be getting some sort of chance. Now it, it it's on to our, t- I, I don't blame Raya. I don't blame Ramsdale. It, it's Arteta's decision who gets to play each, each one of those keepers is giving it their all in training and it's up to Arteta to pick. And if he really is true to his word that, he wants this to be a meritocracy that it's, you know, may the best keeper win. Then mm. we have to see Ramsdale given some chances to prove himself. 
Yeah, without a doubt. Um, without a question, we need to make sure that there are opportunities given to the the opposition, um, in this case, being Ramsdale to Raya being the starting goalkeeper. And I just don't necessarily think that's happened as, as much as it could do. By the way, those that are joining us, I can see you down below. Uh, make sure there is a little private chat you can use, uh, which should be on the right or left-hand side of your screen. I don't know how it shows up on mobile if you're using mobile, but uh, just reply and, and leave your names and, and stuff like that in there. That would be really helpful. And obviously, the information is rolling along the bottom of your screen. The link to join if you'd like to join uh, myself and of course join with bill here as well the link is in the, the chat box or you can refresh your screen and go into the description at the bottom of the video um what do you make of suggestions that arteta has treated ramsdale badly i don't know if it's necessarily that he's treated him badly um uh, i mean you, you haven't seen Ram, it, Ramsdale really, you know, kicking up a fuss. I feel like if this was really a matter of him being treated poorly, that mm. um, he would probably be, you know, I don't see him t rolling over and taking that lightly. And I also don't see Arteta as being one of those guys that would be uh, treating people unfairly. We know he has a, um, it, it, we've seen how he treats people who, you know, are on the outs with him. And I don't yeah. see that with Ramsdale. Um, yeah, I I think it's just, he's, it, it, it doesn't feel to us like it's been a fair uh, competition because we've basically seen Raya come in and he's basically taken the spot um, barring that Brentford game, which, to my understanding, I, I don't think Raya was even in contention for that because it's mm. his former team. Um, I, I don't know if Arteta would have picked Ramsdale for that anyway, but it, from an outsider's perspective, it doesn't feel like a fair fight, but it, not knowing the inner workings, it, like I said, we don't see what's going on in training. Maybe that's where he's making the decision rather than uh, on game time. Uh, but it, like I said, We've we've started seeing some of the things that Ramsdale's been criticized for coming from Raya. So yeah. if we're going game time is the most important time. You can be as good as you want in training, but when it comes to game time, that's where you show you know you show your medal. And um, we have to see Ramsdale at least given a few more chances uh, to at least make it a fair fight. Yeah, I think obviously a lot of fans are frustrated that he's not being given the opportunity, especially after the mistakes that, that Raya has been making. Um, but if you're Arteta and you've kind of put your faith in, in Raya, I guess there's also the other side of the coin, which is that if he then suddenly switches back to Ramsdale, it's almost like an admittance that he's in some ways got this this wrong with with picking Raya. So I can, I can see through his eyes in a way of why he would be maybe a little bit stubborn, but he's, he's probably dug this hole for himself, sadly, with the, the Raya-Ramsdale situation. Bill, thank you so much, mate, for kicking off the, the phone, and I really appreciate you taking the plunge and jumping on as always. Absolute pleasure to, to join you. Tell people about your own channel, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I always love coming on and talking uh, football and Arsenal whenever I can. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm Gunnarworks on Twitter, uh, and I think Blue Sky at this point as just a fallback in case Twitter <laughs> somehow implodes, which it's likely to do at any given moment. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's in a constant there. state of implosion. Is Twitter? To be fair, I think that's that's probably a fair representation yeah, of what Twitter absolutely. is anyway. Uh, thank you, Bill. Really appreciate it. And nice to speak to you again, mate. Of course, have a good one, Tom.
You too. Uh, massive thank you to Bill. Uh, you can check him out on Twitter, as he says, at GunaWorks. Uh, give him a follow. It's fantastic to do so. Uh, let's bring in uh, Chris to the call, who is more than a wheelchair in the chat. You may recognise the name because he's often in our chat boxes. Chris from Lincoln. How are you doing, Chris? You good? You well? I'm all right. Thanks, mate. You? Yes. Oh, this is crisp and clear sound. This is perfect. Uh, how have you been? Good week? Not bad, mate. Not bad. Can't complain, really. No, well, we've had a good result uh, in the Champions League, which I suppose is, is, is a good thing. Uh, obviously, there's a number of topics that we can discuss. What Have you rung into to, what's burning on your mind? <laughs> um, more the Raya Ramsdale opinion, but you've had that mm. already, really. So I don't... I, I'm welcomed <laughs> to talk about it again, because yeah. I think there's plenty of different views on it. Uh, well, for me, I mean, he wanted Raya to begin with, didn't he? Arteta, he knew that was his man. He couldn't get him, and he got the next best thing. What he saw, yeah. And he's now, you know, he's got this loan. He wants Raya. We've just got to get used to it, as far as I'm concerned. And Ramsdale, you know, he's a professional footballer. He's he's going to have ups and downs in his career, and hopefully, he doesn't mm. go. But if he does, as long as Ray is better than him and proves to be better than him, it doesn't really matter to us. What do you make of the? I asked this to, to Bill as well. What do you make of the the suggestions that Ramsdale's being? I saw a comment. Uh, I'll give it justice because I saw it um, literally just before we went live on one of the videos from this morning. Um, if I can find it now, someone basically said that they think that the treatment of Ramsdale is appalling. I think the word was. Do you agree with it being that bad, or is it just kind of part and parcel of competition in a Premier League football team? Not really, no. I mean, I think the Kieran Tierney is more appalling, actually, than really, how Ramsdale's yeah. been treated. I mean, years ago, it is years ago, he might, not, might be too young. David Seaman came in. <laughs> no, you know, no, I'm not too young for that. I'm not too young for that. Yeah. Everyone wanted John Lukic, you know. Hmm. No one wanted David Seaman. But look what happened there. Yeah. I remember George Graham Brent saying Paul, that he said, John uh, Lukic is one of the best goalkeepers in the league, but we've gone out and bought the best goalkeeper in the league. So, yeah, and, you know, that could end up being the case here. Mm. I mean, when you when you look at it, Ramsdale, the amount of times he looks so dodgy with his passing sometimes mm. and he just escapes with things. But Raya came in, I thought his first few games, he looked a lot more comfortable on the ball, a lot better. But then... I guess you could say in the last two or three games, he's been getting caught out a little bit himself. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, his catching's better than Ramsdale's catching. He can make the great diving saves that Ramsdale can make. I mean, I know he messed up yesterday when he punched the ball and went over his own crossbar, luckily. Heart in mouth. But, yeah. Yeah. But Ramsdale made a lot of mistakes himself, you know. And people last season were getting at Ramsdale for silly mistakes. Hmm. which people seem to forget they were moaning about, you know? Yeah, I think that's very true. And I think that, you know, we're always victims of recency bias. Uh, and we quickly, you know, the best players are the players that aren't playing. Because, you know, I remember Mesut Ozil, whenever he wasn't playing, it was always caused, why is he not playing? Get him on the field. And then when he played, it was, why is why is Ozil playing? He's not doing enough, you know? And, and I think that people have that kind of um, sense about things. But I have been asking people for their examples of Ramsdale's mistakes. I know the Southampton one sticks in people's minds because of obviously it was. And I think there is an argument in that moment that, you know, he, it wasn't like a... I don't think that Ramsdale pass against Southampton was the same as some of, say, Reyes, because Reyes have just been wayward, whereas that Ramsdale pass was intended for a player and Alcaraz kind of ran in and nicked it off him and, and obviously 
obviously scored. Does any? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, and, and I'm sorry for that. Do you, can you remember any specific examples other than that Southampton one that Raya? Uh, sorry, that Ramsdale got wrong. I can't remember exact matches. I admit I can't because yeah. yeah, my that's head fair goes more medication of one. <laughs> my head just yeah. goes. <laughs> of course, I know I used to see him, and he would he would suck him in that much. The strikers in that much. I just panic that he's going to mess up. Yeah. Like the panic would set in. And it's that panic that as a fan, I don't want to have, mm. you know, I want someone that knows to knock it long, when to knock it long at the right time. He seemed to never want to knock it long. Like he'd been told you can't go long, mm. you know, whereas Raya will knock it long from time to time. With like, he's yeah. got it in himself. I'm going to knock it long. I want to. Whereas Ramsdale was like, okay, I can't knock it long, it seemed. Mm. You know? It's, it's clearly like That's, an instruction, isn't it, from Arteta? But, um, we're, we're complaining about the goalkeepers, but it's obviously it's, it's, Arteta. it's Arteta that's given them the instruction to do that. So, I mean, yeah. should we even be having this debate or should we be pointing the finger toward the manager? Well, to me, it's Arteta who's told them to do this. Mm. So, it's really Arteta's, well, not his fault, but, you know, it's him. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I if mean, we had... Go on. If we had another manager in, say we had um, kept Emery, just say Emery, mm. we wouldn't even be having any of this because he wouldn't want us to play ticky-tacky football from the back. Mm. You know, we wouldn't have had to have had Tierney go out on loan, say, because he would have wanted a proper left-back that is a defender, not a um, Zinchenko, that can drift into the middle. You know, it's, mm. it's all on our pressure, really. Yeah, I mean, Arteta is always going to be the where the buck stops at. Um, but, you know, at the same time, he gets a lot of credit for where he's taken us, you know, from where he took over and now we're competing for titles. So it's that whole balance of the conversation. about. Say again, sorry? You can't take away from Arteta what he has done for this club. Hmm. 100%. I mean, I'm not, not the biggest fan of Arteta. What is it, that, what is it about him that you... Because I know that you're not the only one. There are lots of fans like yourself that can't connect. With, what is it about him that you struggle with, do you think? For me, it's the pure arrogance. I think he's so arrogant. Hmm. I can't connect with the manager being like that. Hmm. It's just a... What, what is the, the, this word arrogance gets thrown up a lot with Arteta. And I, I can't... I get it where he's stubborn and I get it where he's kind right. of like... Um, you know, because I've been in those press conferences frustrated that he's not answered a question of mine or whatever. Um, and I think that maybe arrogance a really strong word. Like I think, yeah, if someone called me arrogant, and trust me, they have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it does cut deep. Uh, it's a real strong word. So what what is it that's arrogant, would you say, about him? It's the stubbornness to change. He will not change his thought. Mm. He will not just, like, for instance, Eddie and Katia is not a good striker for us. Hmm. He's not a main man, say. And we were screaming out for a Balogun or to come on last season. Not last season. Yeah, sorry. This season, keep Balogun, get rid of Eddie. Hmm. But no, Balogun goes. And he's like, no, I want I want to play Eddie. I'm going to play hmm. Eddie. Hmm. To me, that's arrogance. Like, I want it, so I'm doing it. Fair I mean, enough. Trossard, Trossard's a better striker than um, Eddie. Hmm. Costars, I think, is fantastic. Actually, mm. one of the best signings we've actually made in recent years. Yeah, yeah. You want a big name signing? 
if we were going up against, you know, if, if Jesus wasn't available we're in the Champions League final, I had a choice between playing Trossard or Nketiah. I'm, I'm with you on playing Trossard, you know, in that but game. I didn't uh, play Havertz. I quite like Havertz. Yeah. Oh, that's good Havertz. to hear because he's not pleased everybody, as you know. Right. So what is it about Havertz that you think he, he's got to do to kind of win over the fans? I'll, we'll round off on this question. Um, I think it's more about where he plays because he is a very good at holding the ball up. And he's a good aerial threat as well. If he played, maybe instead of Jesus, mm. just, you know, as a false nine and not in the midfield way where um, Odegaard plays, mm. well, ahead of him, he he would hold the ball up, let Saka and Martinelli come off the off the wings, and fans would see oh, a bit of a Nurzel like player here. He can hold it up, do a nice bit of skill, and put us through. Yeah, yeah, you know he. That's what he'd be good at. And he's got a good shot on him when he wants to. We've got to hope that we see the best of him in the coming weeks when he gets up. I hope that he starts um, the, the, the Carabao Cup game up top. I'd really like to see him given an opportunity to, to play uh, as, as a centre forward. And I think that's maybe where we'll, we'll get the best of him. Chris, thank you so much for taking the plunge and jumping on the show for the first time. I really oh, appreciate it, mate. And, and thank you for being such a loyal listener as well. I'll see you in the chat box. I know that we don't always agree eye to eye on all our points, uh, which is football. It's all about opinions. But thank you for your listenership. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Have a fantastic evening. Massive thank you to Chris uh, for jumping on and joining us. Great to see Davidson's jump on our phone-in shows. Speaking of which, we're going to jump onto our next caller, uh, Diallo, in just a second. I'm going to jump into the chat box quickly uh, just to say hello to those that are joining us throughout. If you would also like to join the phone-in show, you can. Uh, it's 18 plus, of course. Uh, you need to have a webcam. You need to have uh, a quiet place to record and a good internet. If you're recording on your phone, try and set your phone up so it's quite stable because uh, otherwise you give people seasickness. <laughs> this is what I always try and tell people to do if they can do that um, and uh, yeah the link to join is in the, the the chat box I've pinned it as the pinned comment and it's in the video description you might need to refresh to see it so if you'd like to join please please do get involved plenty of topics to come armed with what you'd like to discuss let's bring Diallo then into the conversation joining us from Boston in the United States how you doing Diallo you good you well hi Tom can you hear me I can indeed, crisply and clearly. How are you doing? I mean, it's, why, why am I looking at your chin, Diallo? It's, it's not the best <laughs> camera angle. You can, yeah, well, there we go. That's much better. That's much better. <laughs> not that the other features of your face aren't nice, just your chin was, was in full view. Tell us what you've, um, you've called in to, to discuss, mate. Oh, man, I'm sorry about that. You know, I'm usually not, I don't do this. I don't do this. This is my first phone in show ever. Like, I'm usually happy in the chats. So mm. yeah, this is actually quite unusual for me. So I apologize for being slightly uncomfortable. Don't, don't be uncomfortable, mate. I've messed up a million times. and I do this every day. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, I just wanted to say that I, I really miss catching your, you know, your early morning shows. And when I was working on my dissertation, mm. I used to catch you in the morning because I used to work late night hours and I was, I would stay up and just catch you on late night. Your early morning shows for me, they, you know, the late night shows be quite yeah. bad. So, so of yeah, course. hopefully I'll get back to them soon as I just finished my dissertation. So hopefully I'll be able to catch those morning shows. I'm a big fan. Sometimes I disagree with you and I always voice of my, my opinions in the chats, but, um, but yeah, I, I love your content. I love what you do. You and Harry. Uh, Thanks, mate. That's very kind. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you like to, uh, to to talk about? Ray Ramsdale, Erdegaard, Tata Ray, something completely different. What's on your mind? The only reason why I jumped on this chat is because, is this Ray Ramsdale uh, topic, really. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things we can talk about, but this is the reason why I jumped on. I, I would be happily just putting my opinion in the chat for the other things. 
I just wanted to say that I think one thing that is missing in all this conversation is actually, I think I've only had one person mention it, is, is the Raya component of this. This whole conversation seems to be revolved around Ramsdale. Mm. And I get it. He's the one that we know. Raya, we don't know him. He's, he's, like, a, he's like this, you know, like a stranger who just came into our, you know, into our apartment complex and we're still trying to find out about, more about him. So I get that we don't have the warm for Raya compared to Ramsdale. But we, people seem to be forgetting that he's also our player. You know, he's part of the squad. And, mm. and most importantly, I think the previous caller mentioned it, not Chris, the previous one. He said it very clearly. Bill, it, yeah. it is very, very clear that Mikel Atata prefers David Raya. Mm. I think anyone who is sitting there assuming that this is a fair 50-50 battle, whoever does better will win. I think they're, they're just, they need to wake up. They're just deluding themselves. It's, uh, I hate that is not word. Gonna, I hate that word, deluded. I really <laughs> okay. do. It's one of my least favorite. It's like, you disagree with my opinion. You must be deluded. I, I just okay. No, no, no. I, I, I don't mean they are deluded. I, think I know what you mean. I know it's really that. easy. It's the social media world we live in. Sorry, keep going. By the way, my word, the one that I hate is when people say Ateta is arrogant. I expect our, our, <laughs> our I think that's the one that gets me. I expect our rival fans to say he's arrogant because that's sure. what rivals do. But our fans, first of all, I, I, I don't even, managers, they need to be arrogant. You need to stand by your principles. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen a good manager, a winning manager that hasn't been arrogant. Some of them, mm. they die on their swords. But anyway, that's a distraction. So I think we have one thing that I want to put across is people are forgetting how Raya must be feeling about this whole situation. I went through his Instagram uh, replies. He's a brave man for leaving his Instagram you know, comment open still. There are so many really, really, I don't want to say nasty. Ramsdale got nasty comments when we signed him. Raya isn't getting nasty comments, but they're not very welcoming. They're not very supportive. Yeah. He's going to, I, I actually think he's better. And I, mm. I'm ready to They weren't very supportive of Ramsdale, it's fair to say. Do you remember the comments when Ramsdale arrived? It was horrific. Those, those were horrific. Those were nasty. Yeah. Raya is not getting to the same level, but they are not supportive either. And I am on the camp that I think Raya is slightly better, maybe a little bit more than slightly better than Ramsdale. But mm. I don't even think that matters. And by the way, I would agree that as a Raya supporter... That doesn't mean I hate Ramsdale. As a Raya <laughs> oh, supporter, I think, I think what we've seen in the last three games by Raya, I think it's, it's close to what we, the worst of Ramsdale. So I'm ready to admit yeah. that I think he's, he's doing really bad. Mm. But it's like saying that uh, my, uh, our captain, Odegaard, is doing so bad and therefore we should drop him and play Vieira. For me, the way or, or a better example would be Zinchenko and Kieran Tierney last season. Mm. It was abundantly clear that Mikel Arteta preferred uh, Alexander Zinchenko. It doesn't yeah. matter what people were saying about Tierney needs to come in. You know, Alexander Arnold was not, was not making you know Zinchenko for that equalizer at Anfield. I we all saw that Zinchenko was terrible in that game, but we we all knew that he was the preferred option at left back. I see the same thing with Raya and Ramsdale. Raya is making mistakes. He's not playing to the level that he was playing at Brentford. I think he would admit that he's been worse than. Uh, his level, and I don't yeah. think Mikel Arteta would would, say, would would disagree with that either. But I I think it's a it's set in stone. There is so people should I think I would encourage our fans to consider the opposite. What about trying to support a player who just came to the club? By the way, he hasn't played ten games yet for the club. He's clearly yeah. struggling. He's clearly struggling. The mistakes that he's making are not like really really difficult things that he's getting wrong. I think it's getting into his head, and I think Tim Stillman said this best. 
He is thinking that he is coming into the team to play better from the back, and he's probably overdoing it. But he's like, oh, yeah, guys, this is why I'm in the team. So I'm going to show you why I'm in the team. He's probably overdoing the thing that he, why he is in the team. So I'm ready to admit all that. But I think people need to consider that he's our player. Give him some support. Some of the level of people singing Ramsdale's name in the stadium when he yeah, was on the goal. How does really he that. feel about that? How must yeah. he feel about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm not you a big know? fan of that. So, so yeah, I just think people should consider that aspect of it, that he is a player and he is the one that the coach prefers. There's nothing we can do about it. You know, I am mm. one of those people that I actually think that um, Zinchenko, uh, sorry, not Zinchenko. In in the midfield, I think that Rice is should stay as our six, and we should be messing up with the eight. I think he should be the long. We cannot rely on Thomas Partey. But I'm not sitting there screaming like Vieira's name or Emil Smith-Rowe's name every time that Kai Havertz plays. You know, that is just you need to support the players that are on the pitch, and we cannot let our opinions infiltrate into the manager's decision. And now I'm going to tell you this term: it's making it harder for Mikel Arteta to stick with Raya. And I think mm. he wants to stick with Raya, but all this noise, I think I expect that from the rivals, I expect that from the media like Talksport, but I don't expect that from our own fan base, making it more difficult for the manager to actually make the decision he thinks are best for the team. And it's clear he thinks Raya is better for the team. I feel for Ramsdale, man. I mean, we had a story going. It was a love story that was going really nicely. But it seems like it's coming to an end. I understand the emotions. Yeah. But we cannot let that infiltrate into our support of the team. The team comes first. You know? Mm. The team yeah, no, no player. So no player is bigger than the club. And I think that's a really important point. At no point should a discussion about, you know, who starts suddenly overtake our overriding feeling of who is the best player for the game. And and that's why I think there's a discussion right now about form b- between the two. But there's no doubt that statistically Raya is shown to be a better keeper that suits Arteta's philosophy and style more than Ramsdale. I think from the perspective of those that are kind of on the Ramsdale side of things, which you know I, I absolutely empathise with, I think it's, they're coming from the perspective of, well, as you said there, Diallo, you know, if, if Raya is showing the worst of Ramsdale in terms of what he's produced so far, then is Ramsdale due an opportunity to show that he can actually improve and can get better and can reach what Raya has been doing? We'll finish on this point. Yes, I think Ramsdale should play this weekend against Sheffield. And I think he mm. should play against West Ham. I think he's going to play West Ham. I'm not sure about the yes. second game. Because, I, I, I so. mean, because Mikel is a madman. He'll probably just go with the strongest <laughs> team. Even, even if it's like Saka. He's is not like arrogant, me. but he is a madman. That's that's yes. the level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You know, so I think I I think what Mikel did himself a little bit, um, it was unfortunate the way he said it. He, he made it seem like it was going to be a fair fight. Mm. And I, I don't think he was being honest with himself or with us. I don't think... I don't think that when Raya came in that first game, was it against, um, who was it against? Was it Palace? Everton. Everton, Everton. came in. Yeah, against yeah. Everton away. I think that was it. I think the decision was made that right there and then. And I think it was unfortunate that he wasn't clear enough. But I get it. He wasn't going to come out and say, Ramsdale, you're done. You're not going to play as long as Raya is fit. That would have also not been a good thing to say. But I think he was a little bit too vague about the fact that Raya is his first choice. And he left that room open. But I think, and because of that, because he's, he made that statement, people are running with it. And I think he owed it to those people to at least either come out and clarify that Ramsdale, Raya is the first goalkeeper and Ramsdale need to fight for his spot whenever he gets the opportunity. Hmm. That doesn't mean it's going to get given to him whenever he gets opportunity in the League Cup games or when Raya gets injured or whatever happens. I hope he doesn't. But I think because of that, 
he's put himself in the box now where he probably has to give Ramsdale another second opportunity to at least show that he's on par with Raya or maybe better. So maybe Sheffield, it's, a, it's, a, it's his former club. I'm sure he'll be mm. pumped to play that. It's mm. not a terribly difficult game. I don't think they are a pressing team like, like, uh, like Chelsea, like no, City. They're going to sit I back. Exactly, yeah. they're going to sit back. So I don't think it's like the deficiencies in the quoted deficiencies in Ramsdale game will be exploited by Sheffield United per se. So I no. don't think it's a risky game to bring him in. And I think it should not be a difficult decision for Ateta to make if he wants to show the fair fight card. And definitely yeah. he's going to play against West Ham. There is, if, if Ramsdale doesn't play against uh, West Ham, then something is broken. Like something, yeah. there's something, <laughs> Imagine. Then, then something is wrong. But I would say despite that, even if he plays nine out of 10 against Sheffield and West Ham, I would be shocked if Raya is not in goal against Newcastle. Mm. I'm going yeah. to tell you this now. Okay. I agree with you. So, agree so with you. not not for the fact that he's the first choice, but also Newcastle will, will press us to the brink. And I think, again, even though Ramsdale is making those mistakes, I think that he would be better overall in the long term mm. in the way that Ateta wants to play, just like Zinchenko was better than Tierney in the way that Ateta wants to play. I think it will mm. be borne out, the facts will be borne out over time, that Raya was a better decision. But Ateta has to now show that it's a fair fight for Ramsey, since he said it. So I think he has to give him the next two games. But in the long term, he cannot go back. He cannot go no, back. If he, he goes can't. back and Ramsey makes a mistake, then we got, we're going to be in this mess. I think he was being too honest. Yeah, no, I think that he was too honest. And if I had the opportunity to speak to him, which I might again in a couple of weeks, actually, I'm curious to know if he regrets being as open and honest as he was. Uh, Diallo, thank you so much. You've got uh, a lot of positive comments in the chat box about you speaking on this topic. So, Sorry, um, I'm always in the chat. Uh, this is so weird for me. You know? Oh, of <laughs> course. No, of course. No problem at all. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, have you got a Twitter account anything you want to plug or you're, you're sneaking away in, in silence? <laughs> no, man. I'm, I'm a scientist, man. I, all the, the only things I post about are science and Arsenal. I, I just Fair enough. My, my PhD like a few months back. So, like, Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. So I don't, I don't think you want to see my, my social media. It's all about science and, <laughs> and Arsenal. It's a weird mix, you know? No worries, mate. No worries at yeah. all. As, as, a, as a husband of a scientist, I can appreciate it. So uh, <laughs> lovely stuff. Uh, Diallo, thank absolute you. pleasure to speak with you, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Massive thank you to Diallo uh, for coming on. Brilliant stuff. Uh, let's bring Wizard of Oz, uh, who I've tried to contact in the private chat. He's not replied, so we're taking a risk. Wizards, how are you? Hi. Can you Hi. hear me? Can you see me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can indeed. What's your yeah. name? Where are you joining us from, mate? Um, I'm from Barking. Uh, I spoke to you after the Liverpool match. Do oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, I, I, this is the problem when I do a phone show of a billion people is that every face starts to merge as one. Um, but yeah, no, great, great. Being great. Then as well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. I, and I remember your story as well. Um, but So thank you for joining me. Um, well, thanks a lot for the, uh, the um, what's called discard thing and everything as well. I appreciate it. I really do. No. I hope that it's been an outlet for you, mate. I really yeah, do. Um, and uh, I know Sophie was was singing your praises as well, of course, too. Okay. So, uh, um, but talk to me. Yeah, talk to me while you jumped on the show, mate. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, it was, it was getting a little the Ramsdale thing, like, to be honest. That, like, I think he, he has been like, a little bit harshly treated, and he, to be honest, and that, like, I don't think he was the person we could have, like, really up, upgraded on. I think there was a big problem in up front where the, we, if we're uh, throwing away 30, Saint million. I don't know how much we're going to get for Ramsdale. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. Uh, he's got a good rapport with the fans and everything, and that. Like, and I know you really shouldn't take it. You want the best for the team, but I haven't really seen 
what uh, uh, Reyes doing as what better than uh, Ramsdale. Do you remember his last game for England when he played against Scotland and he'd done like a 90 yard pass to the wing and that like Ramsdale. And I think he was trying to, it was like almost like an audition. Mm. So say, like, uh, maybe he'd already had the call and that saying like, you're going to be replaced and that like, you know what I mean? But he's, uh, I, I just think he's been a little bit harshly treated compared to certain other players maybe in that, that as well. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think that the, the treatment of, especially it's the Champions League games that really, you know, got to me. I don't really have an issue with Rea coming in for the Premier League games because we've no. signed this guy, you know, he's clearly a quality goalkeeper. He's got the stats to back up his performances. Yes, he's making mistakes, sure. But Rea got us back into the top four, back into the Champions League. And yeah. I just felt as though... He deserved to play those Champions League games. And also it made it more of a fairer fight because yeah. if we're honest, you know, the games against PSV, the game against Lons, which ironically Raya made a mistake in, and obviously the game against Sevilla as well, which again, Raya made some mistakes in. I don't think the results are all that different if yeah. it's Raya or Ramsdale. And so therefore, I don't think necessarily that you needed to go all controversial and chuck Ram, demote Ramsdale to yeah. just being the domestic cup goalkeeper. So I agree with you. I think the treatment is harsh. I wouldn't go as far as saying people say it's appalling or abhorrent or things like oh, this, yeah. but I think it is harsh. I think that is the correct words to, to describe it. How do you see this resolving? You mentioned about I selling. and yeah, Do you think I, he will I, be I sold? Think, I think a goalkeeper of his standard, he's not going to like sitting on the bench. I think he mm. might. I think he probably has got that mentality to stay there till the end of the season. But I can't. I, I, if he wants to play in the Euros, I don't think he's going to be able mm. to. No, I, I, to be honest, mate, I, I can't foresee. Even if he was to move in January, I can't see how he gets in like ahead of yeah. like Jordan Pickford. But I agree, maybe he wouldn't even be in the squad um, yeah. because he's not played, you know, enough. And so yeah. I think that that'll be on his mind. He has only just signed a brand new contract, remember, in the summer as well. So Arsenal yeah, do have, you know... Well, that was a bit of a, like, you think, like, you've signed him up for the big yeah. deal and everything. Can yeah. you think, like, uh, like he's, he's giving you, like, that? that's your, num- your number one, like, you own my plans. You know what I mean? It's almost like, all right, mm. that weren't the plan. It was to make sure that we get the maximum value for you because you're on mm. a long contract. Do you know what I mean? That's... Yeah. But, Did I say Rayo got back into the Champions League? I meant Ramsdale. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you left me hanging there. You were like, no, I'm just going to let him wax lyrical. Sorry, carry on. The message says another kid's name in that line. I think, yeah, you're not talking about that kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the way it goes. There's too many people yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, I interrupted you. Keep going. Uh, you're all good. Like, like, I say, like I say, the long, the long cut. Con- the long contracts and everything, it was like, like I say, it was to get the maximum value. I don't know how much would a goalkeeper like Ramsdale get? Because we did pay a lot of money for him. You yeah, know I, mean? I think you have to ask at least 40 million quid, surely. Yeah. Like a minimum. You'd think that. You'd think that, but again, mm. who, who's going to pay that when you, they know that you've Kelsey. got... Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, don't. Oh, yeah, Saudi. <laughs> but, yeah, or Newcastle, maybe they might see him as an upgrade on, on Nick Pope, potentially. Yeah. Or, they, or he might go to Saudi Arabia, as you say, as, as the nation yeah. as well. Like, even with Newcastle, we thought we was getting rid of Tierney there in that land. They weren't mm. Money, you know what I mean? So, I think, yeah, Lewis Hall they bought, didn't they, from Chelsea yeah. in the end? They got him on loan with an option. I don't think he's played, I don't know if he's injured uh, or not, but I don't think he's really played at all. Lewis Hall at Newcastle. Um, what do you on his appearance so far with Rea? Would you, mm. would you pull cut the money seeing that he's only on loan at the minute and that? Like, do you know what I mean? After this, mm. it was just six uh, appearances that he's done so far. Would you, would you put down the money and say, oh, yeah, he's, he's worth the money? That, do you know what I mean? Because at this moment in time, I mm. think his best game is against Everton. I don't think they had a shot at goal. 
Yeah, no, they didn't, um, and I and I wouldn't. You know, right yeah. now, I, I don't think we've seen enough to justify no. you know, activating that thirty or twenty seven million release clause that that's there. I, obviously, we might change our minds come the end of the season. He might have a really good run from now until the Christmas, and we, you know, we look like mad for having this type of conversation now. But you know, we can only talk about what we've seen so far, and what we've seen so far isn't enough to convince us that we should be activating that clause. It's fair to say. So, no, it, it, it's very, very difficult. Um, speaking of, you know, dropping players, uh, just to kind of change tact a little bit, Martin Odegaard's coming for quite a lot of criticism in the last few weeks as well for his lack of um, form, if you like. Is he beyond being dropped, do you think, in this Arteta team? I don't think he's beyond being dropped. I think, it, again, it would be quite harsh seeing that he was probably the best uh, midfielder in the country last year. Mm. Um, so that it would be harsh and that, that. But again, if if it's... Uh, who would you replace him with at the minute? Like, Do you know what I mean? Mm. Havertz, Havertz, maybe. <laughs> what was that face <laughs> for? <laughs> <laughs> who would you replace him with? Like, you know, it's... Uh, it's hard. I think Havertz actually ain't done as bad as people think. You know what mm. I mean? I think like there is sloppiness there sometimes and everything like that. And he's a bit like gangly on the ball a little bit. But yeah. I think he's, he's like, there is certain moments when he's... I think he's better off coming from the sub, to be honest, in that line. I think he's played better coming on when the t- player's a little bit tired around him and everything and that. I think he's like a target man. You can target him. Again, yeah. like, going back to the rare thing, I think like, if we was to get Tony... I think that would be a different like outlet for Raya to be able to get that percentage up again in that large Because at the moment, you've probably heard me talk about Tony in not the most glowing terms on the yeah. channel. Why? Why am I wrong? Tell me why I'm wrong about Tony. No, I, I think I think he's just a different option to what we've got at the moment. Mm. And like, I think Eddie's. Uh, I've, I've given him a lot of time and everything in that line. I like him as like. Uh, um, it, it, Puts it, he runs a lot. Do you know what I mean? He's one when every time you say, yeah, he does, he does run a lot, and that like he never stops mm. running. But it's the end at the end of the day. Is, is it two goals this calendar year or something like that? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm trying to think what the record is now. Uh, what for Inketia? Two goals. Man, I think it was Man United and Fulham. Well, he scored two against Man United, didn't he? So he's got th- three, oh, I yeah. guess. Oh, three. Um, I'm trying to think if he scored any others because uh, he scored on New Year's Eve against Brighton, didn't he? I'm trying to think if he scored any other goals. Um, I'm sure he scored. Has he? He must have done, like in another competition, really, maybe. Really, yeah, maybe. But, but the fact I'm having to think that hard, yeah, you know, exactly. is obviously a, uh, an issue. And I, for me, it's like the Tony thing for me is that I don't think he's an upgrade on Jesus. And I know that no, fans will. I know what fans will say to me, and you, you probably will as well, you know, that he's definitely an upgrade on Enketia. And I agree with you, he is an upgrade on Enketia. But if you're going to have to stump up 65 plus million quid, which is what is being talked about for Tony, can you justify spending 65 million pounds on a guy that's not going to start, which ironically, a lot of fans have criticized us for doing with Havertz, ironically, um, which is in the exact same figure too, where maybe we should look to try and find somebody who can upgrade on Jesus and then Jesus becomes the upgrade on Enketia. I know what you mean. It would Enketia go as part of the deal. And then it's only a 20 million outrage. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like uh, the, the upgrade is a serious upgrade for 20 mil. Like, do you know what I mean? And if we're, we're using yeah. Havertz as just a, a squad player now for 65, really, you know what I mean? Because I, I don't think anyone really thought that he was going to be in our top 11 and that. Like, out of all the players we've got, he's not really... Even Arteta surely see that that weren't... Uh, yeah. 
going to be like available. He's been here three years, and if you, I know he's playing in a poor Chelsea team. And yeah. he, he, the thing is with him, which I, I do like, is his versatility. He can play in various mm. different roles, and Arteta likes that. You know what I mean? So, and uh, like I say, I, I don't think he's played badly as, as much as people think he has in that. Lad, you know what I mean? It's the, the stats. Everyone goes on stats, don't they? Like, do you know what I mean? When you look at Enzo at Chelsea, his stats ain't great. Do you know what I mean? But uh, it's just, uh, it's just, hard, it's hard to say, isn't it? Like, we haven't been playing now. We used to play either. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's hard. Again, we, I keep going back to the Ramsdale Raya thing. When Ramsdale was in goal, we had party as right back. Mm. People forget that. Like, mm. So his mistake against Fulham would that have happened if it was we was planned with the flat back four as we what was before? Well, like, like, yeah, well, it was Saka that did that, didn't it? Saka yeah. pass, did the back but pass. Party was already gone. He was already the Partey right back thing is interesting because I I talked about this after the post Fulham game and I attacked people with stats as I do um, right. and um, you know and we talked about how ironically you know the uh, you know the, the, actually the output of the team was improved with Partey there but the eye test it hadn't passed and maybe right. it would have maybe it would have improved with more of it playing but I think we're kind of glad that we went back to to the, the structure that that we always had. Um, I really appreciate your time, mate, for jumping on and having a chat with me. I hope things are good and well with you. Uh, tell people where they can find you and they can support you. One last thing. Like, I preferred it at six o'clock because I, I was babysitting until, oh, until eight o'clock anyway. Sorry, so mate. You me out and that. <laughs> I was playing football with you and I completely forgot. So I'm sorry oh, I changed yeah. the time. Thank you for coming on, mate. Really Thanks appreciate it. Bye, mate. A massive thank you uh, once again uh, for the callers that we continue to get on the show. It is, it's, it's great. I'll give a heads up to those that are waiting down below. I can see four of you are down there waiting. The order that I've got it, so just so you're aware about timing, is I've got Harish coming up next. I've got Albert second, James third, and Elliot, you were fourth to join, mate. So there's a little queue. But if you're willing to wait, then stick around. Lovely stuff. Uh, Harish, let's bring him onto the call. Harish, how you doing, mate? First time caller, is it? Is it first time? This is where I embarrass myself. You're on mute at the moment, so you have to take yourself off the mute, but just click the little mute button and you'll be able to talk is it first time calling yeah hey Tom I hope you can hear me I can I can uh, first time no I think first damn it last season. I've done it again yeah. last season okay so you can cut me some slack it's been like a year or Five. seven uh, <laughs> but Harish, thank you for jumping on mate um, tell me what you've jumped on to, to talk about uh, yeah quite a few things no uh, so First off, uh, David Raya versus Ramsdale thing. Mm. So we have to, uh, why, the first thing we have to ask ourselves is why did Ateta buy David Raya? Mm. So then I have to, so first when David Raya links came up, I thought, why? We already have Ramsdale and Mm. why, why? And then I I go back and check what David Raya brings to our team and what, what Aaron Ramsdale doesn't bring to our team. So then I, then there's a there's a quote from Aaron Ramsdale himself that says what what Mikel Arteta wants his keeper to be. What Mikel Arteta wants his keeper to be is as high as possible. Mm. He doesn't want, he he not only wants his defenders to be as high as possible, but he also wants his keeper to be as as high as possible. And that's a quote from Aaron Ramsdale. Now, what does that mean? So, if any back pass is to be made. You you will see keepers jumping in, or you will see keepers slashing their leg and hoofing it around. And I've seen Ramsdale towards the end of the last season doing that. So maybe Ateta thought 
Raya is an upgrade on Ramsdale. Maybe when a back pass is being made, he will keep his studs on the ball and wait for someone to press him and take him out of the, you know, take him out of the defense or take him out of, uh, take him take the striker out from up the field. So that's the reason why I think Mikel Arteta has thought of bringing Raya in. Now, has Raya done justice to that up until now? I don't think so. But should we should we jump on jump our guns on say that Raya is not an upgrade on Ramsdale? I mean, yes, based on the evidence he has given, he doesn't he doesn't say that it's a massive upgrade. But you have to look at what Ateta has seen in him, what Raya's body of work behind him. So he's not in a great shape of form, David Raya that is, and he has not shown what he was actually bought to bought to the team for. Should we jump on the bandwagon and say? Raya, no, this is Arteta has done wrong. Arteta has created mm. a mess out of it. Yes, you can say Ramsdale has been treated harsh. I completely agree with it. Ramsdale has been one of the key pillars for us last season for having a great season. I completely mm. agree with saying that Ramsdale has has been treated harshly. Yes, that's that's I completely agree with. But do we have to stand here and say Arteta has created a mess? Arteta has created a problem out of nothing? No, I don't think so. Mm. We have seen the evidence of the players. Let's not forget, Ramsdale himself was bought by Mikel Arteta. When Ramsdale was signed, I I remember the amount of, you know, abuse or amount of negative comments that was being that was being sent across to Arteta, saying what is he trying to do? What is he? Why is he bringing Ramsdale in the first place? Now, are we trying to do the same with Raya? No. Yes, but. In long term, I do think Raya will be a success at at Arsenal. Okay, and I think that's fair. Uh, and I think that you know the likelihood is that Arteta will stick with with Raya uh, for the long term, and that he will activate the the, the clause um, in in that contract. We've you know I, I suppose there's a level of hypocrisy here from from people like myself sometimes because I say about Havertz, you know, we need to give this guy time. We need to give him time, even though he's making mistakes. You need to allow him time to bed in. And yet here I am every morning talking about Raya and saying, oh, drop him. <laughs> you know, he's making mistakes. Let Rams have no, a I chance. Don't... I think. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I don't. I don't. I don't per se blame you, or I don't per se blame some blame some plans asking for Ramsdale to be come back. No, I don't. Mm. I don't blame it them at all because the evidence that Raya has shown does not fill fill us with confidence. I I completely get it. I completely get it for fans asking for Ramsdale to come back. I'm not going to sit here and say why Ramsdale should be shut out. No, Ramsdale is being treated harshly, harshly, and I'm not going to sit here and say the fans should not be blamed for asking uh, Arteta to bring back Ramsdale. But I only sit here and uh, I only I only ask for fans to be a little more patient with Raya. That's all. And I think that fans should be more patient, um, especially if being more patient means not chanting Ramsdale's name whilst Raya's on yeah. the field. That's not the best idea, I don't think about, you know, because again, and some people may turn around to me and said, oh, they were just kind of showing it in support of Ramsdale. And look, I get that. I don't think there's anything malicious about chanting Ramsdale's name, but you've got to consider Raya is on the field and you're charting the name of the guy that he's competing against and you're there is supporting and I wouldn't say that's the most supportive thing in the world to the guy that's currently on the field so I think there are question marks about that let me ask you um, about Odegaard as well because obviously he uh, is, is a lot of a topic of discussion as well 
do you think that he is deserving of, of being dropped and given someone else an opportunity based on his form? Yeah, this is the second point I want to talk. So uh, the second point I want to talk, why did Ateta buy Kai Havertz and why did Ateta buy Urian Timber? Mm. So I, I, for one, don't think this is the way we are playing is the plan for this season. I think the original plan or the plan all along was for us to play a 3-4-3 diamond. Okay. Mm. I mean, this is, I'm not saying I invented. <laughs> I invented when you say 3 4 3, you mean like with the fullback moving into midfield so it makes it yes. like a diamond? Yes. 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 Okay. Correct. So I'm not saying I know this for a fact, but just by observing and why did. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Kai Havertz, why did Arteta bring Kai Havertz? It's, it's just my intuition. I'm just, it's a thought. So I think Arteta's plan was for us to play a 3-4-3 diamond. And for that, to for us to play a 3-4-3 diamond, the, the midfielder who is, who is going to make the left of the diamond should be an agile midfielder. Uh, sorry, an, an agile fullback and a fullback mm. who has played and a fullback who is good defensively. That is where Urian Timber came in. And he wanted yep. Kai Havertz yep. to play as a tip of the diamond and Odegaard on the right side of the diamond and Declan Rice sitting in. Now with Urian Timber's injury, he had to go back to the system which we played last season, which was 4-3-3 system. And he tried to play Havertz in the left side of the three and Odegaard in his position. Now with Declan Rice and Kai Havertz coming in, that's two-thirds of our midfield changing out. And Odegaard is the only one sitting there from the, from last season in his position. I think the balance has, I mean, has been lost at some times. Yes, I, Odegaard mm. is not receiving the ball like he received last season. Odegaard is he's not receiving the ball at the same positions has been not he's been receiving at the last season. He's not receiving the frequency at the frequency he received at the last season. But I don't say it's all the fault of the formation. But I I come. The theory Henry always says, when you don't get the ball, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing as a player to get the ball? Or what are you doing to affect get the ball? I that's theory Henry's main principle. And I completely agree with him. And I and what's Odegaard doing when he's not? I, I, I do feel that Odegaard right now is lacking a bit of form. That does not mean you drop in completely. You, you sh we should not forget that the fact that he was the best midfielder last season. And dropping him is not an ideal solution. So what do mm -hmm. we do with Martin Odegaard? I think uh, the current solution would be, I personally think, 
should we should move Odegaard from right side of the midfield to left side of the midfield. So if you see right now, Odegaard is concentrating more on taking shots and being a second striker and try to get the goals rather than assists. So one, I personally think Odegaard is has the best through balls in our team, has the best crossing uh, distance crosser in our team, has the best uh, defense splitting crossing in our team. I think we are not getting that out of Odegaard. So hmm. if we try to move, we move him to the right side of the midfield and play Kai Havertz on the left side of the midfield. So when you look at what's the best position of Kai Havertz when he was at Bayer Leverkusen, I was in awe of Kai Havertz when he was at Bayer Leverkusen. He played in a 4-2-3-1 system where he was given freedom to roam. But, may, but on majority of occasions, he was roaming towards the right side of the midfield and he was cutting in from the right side. He was making in the darts, darting runs from the right side of the midfield. So for now, if we can move Odegaard to the left side of the midfield and Havertz on the right side of the midfield and just Odegaard be next to Ode, uh, Martinelli and where he can move some through balls to Martinelli and also just when he's not in form, what Kevin De Bruyne does best is he doesn't look for the slick bosses, uh, slick balls. He doesn't look for mm. those through balls. Mm. When when Kevin De Bruyne is not in form, he just picks the ball on 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 the right wing and he just slings the crosses in. That's not not a bad idea. That's what I want Odegaard to do. Right now he's not in a great form. Go to the right side. Go to the left side of the midfield. Sling a few crosses in. Try to get few assists in. Right now, he's trying to be a second striker, trying to score the goals he wants. I want to see Odegaard as a playmaker rather than uh, a goal scorer. I want to see Havertz at the end of the goal. Havertz taking those shots. Havertz at the end of the back post. When Odegaard crosses the left-hand space, crosses to the back post, I want Havertz to go ahead. Havertz to strike the ball. Havertz to be end of the headers. So I don't want Odegaard to be dropped, but I want Odegaard to you know just no not try to not be, be too comfortable striker. yeah not, not try to be the second striker not try to be the you know i don't want him to scruff uh, catch the game by the scruff of the neck i i we have declan rice now who sure. can help and who can take the game by the scruff of the neck i want odegaard to be that creative leader i don't want him to be that uh, a goal scorer I mean, goal score. Yeah, if you scored 15 goals last season, if you if you get a taste of it, you can't help it by taking shots too much. But sure. I want just him to cross the ball more, to to get to to be the through ball merchant. I re clearly remember uh, the Real Sociedad game when Alexander Isak was playing alongside uh, Odegaard. Mm. He the ball he gave from the right half space to the winger on the left side, the diagonal through ball. That's that's the Odegaard I like. That's the Odegaard I want. No, I think that it's a fair point. I think that, you know, I saw a comment in the chat box as well. It uh, says, um, Benji said, absolutely right. He should focus on creating or maybe ride the bench for a bit. I think I would like to see, you know, Odegaard kind of go back to basics maybe a little bit. Maybe he's trying a little bit too hard in certain senses. Um, yeah, scoring 15 goals last season from open play was was excellent. I hope that he maintains that, that goal threat as well. But, he has lost a, an edge of, of the creativity and I would like to see that. Harish, thank you so much, mate, for your time and jumping on. Very much appreciate it. Uh, tell people where they can find you if you would like to. <laughs> Social media is a dangerous place, Tom. I would Indeed. like to be calm and happy. <laughs>
Absolutely. But Harish, thank you for your time. I very much appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Not a problem at all. Uh, let's get our next caller. We've got, uh, I think, four more to go uh, in today's show. Uh, next up is uh, somebody called Albert. I've not heard of him before, um, but uh, a complete stranger to me it is Albert. <laughs> so, so, I'm, I'm, so I'm reading about it along the bottom of the screen. I, I am definitely over 18, I can confirm. Just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a couple of decades in there, Tom, you know, you know, as, as it goes. How are you, my friend? You good, you well? Tom, it's always good to see you and your, your Kent, your Kent tones. It's good to see you, good to see your mm. voice. No one in Kent has ever been complimented on their accent before. It's not happened. Um, so I'll take uh, it. I'll take it. Um, tell me how you're feeling uh, about all this. You've obviously sat very patiently. I appreciate that. Uh, listening to, to people's thoughts on, on these topics. What is it that you're desperate to, to bring up? Well, I don't know if it's about being desperate, Tom. But I'll, I'll well, you've jumped on, mate. You must be desperate <laughs> in some sense. Um, yeah, I want to talk to you about Tomiyasu and, and Zinchenko, actually. Mm. Um because when, when we signed Zinchenko, obviously the inverted role thing and stepping into midfield and technically could be good on the ball. And I thought, oh, you know, his injury record at Man City not actually wasn't that great. And um, he missed quite a bit of football for us as well, Tom, unfortunately. But my thing was, um, if he doesn't play, then who's going to come in? Mm. And, I, and I've got to be honest, Tom, I, I don't think any Arsenal fans saw this coming. I'd like to know your opinions, really, in terms of um, Tommy Yasu. Um Defensively, sound excellent. Actually, more yeah, than, yeah, br- brilliant. Actually, um, was a bit concerned when he got the number of injuries he got. A lot of Arsenal fans are talking, thinking maybe he's look at getting somebody else in because the injuries are too much. But keep this guy fit. But I didn't. And actually, Tom, to be honest, in his first season when he came to Arsenal, it, I remember watching him specifically, and um, I'm assuming Arteta gave him license to come and do it. Is to get for he's some he's in the six mm. yard box, he's in the eighteen yard box. Yeah, I'm actually surprised he hasn't scored for Arsenal yet, and I and I, and I think you'll mm-hmm. break his start this season, Tom. But um, has it surprised you that actually he's the option in terms of him playing in that inverted role? Um, um I guess, uh, I I guess the argument would be with Timber out. And if he wants to, if he's not, you know, happy with Zinchenko's performance, which I don't think he is considering he took him off uh, against Chelsea, although maybe the yellow card played a part in that, then I guess Tommy Asu is the most obvious pick. That said, Kivior did play at the end of last season, you know, at left back. I think he played against, uh, who was the home game he played? Was it Fulham? I think he started uh, at left back this season in a 2-2 draw. Yes, I, think, yes. I think he did because I think it was Timber then Tommy and then Kivior in the first three games of the season. And he played a different left-back in each game. Um, it might have been Zinchenko after that. But um, I, I think with Tommy, I don't like him at right-back. Like, I'm not. I, I think that's the weakest of his three roles. I think that he's best at centre-half. And I think the next best position for him is, is this left-back role. Um, and I think he's showcasing that ability because he can defend really well. Like Navas and I think it was Juan Lu who came on in the second half. Both of those were desperate to get balls into the box for Sevilla on that right-hand side. And Tommy, even though they were getting those crosses in at times, they were needing to either cross it early, which makes it much easier to defend, or they were going straight to Raya and he was able to collect them because of the pressure that, um, that, that, that Tommy Asu was putting on those players. And then going forwards, he was popping up at centre-forward. He was popping up on the right-hand side. He was popping up at centre-midfield. And 
I think there's discussions. I think there's you know talk on social media today and and yesterday evening that you know we should be looking to try and renew this guy's contract. We signed him in 21, so I don't think there's a desperation. I think he's still got three years left uh, on his deal. But I just think that you know he's one of those under players. I love this this one from uh, Rancid here. He says Tommy Asu is the new Nacho Monreal. Like Monreal was like always the player that would win the the most improved awards every season. You know, he's that guy in the squad that would win that. And that sounds condescending, but I, I don't intend it that way. It's just that character that Tommy Asu has is that he's underrated. He's not really talked about. And I think he's done really, really well. So I'm assuming that he's now your number one, is he? Or is Inchenko still the starter if you were to play a Champions League final tomorrow, let's say? Tom, this is why I like you. You just, you just asked on the money questions. I like to ask <laughs> You know, it's interesting because um, I was on Potts' um, channel before I came I'm so here. sorry. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. sorry you had to go through that. Tom, we'll talk afterwards. Oh, yeah, wow. Um, that's another subject. This is I need to movie. catch up on it. I've heard things about this show. <laughs> yes, you do, you, there's a lot, Tom. But yeah, we'll, 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 let me not digress. Right. You can send me a voice now after. I, I will. It's a beautiful <laughs> one, Tom, trust me. Um, Zinchenko. I remember this last season, Tom. I, I know you've got a very good memory. We played Bournemouth away last season. Yeah, we won the game. And he, he played... And I said to one... I said, to, I said I had a discussion with another Arsenal fan. I said, he's taking liberties. I said, I have no problem that you're a technically gifted footballer and you can play in the midfield role because you play that sort of national side. But you've got to know when to not take the mickey when you're in certain areas in the defensive third by giving the ball away. That has carried through to this season. Mm. I know you mentioned the yellow card yesterday, but mm. I think defensively, I'm not saying he has to be a, a, a Franco Baresi defensively. It would be fantastic if he was, but he's not. But he gets himself into some horrible positions defensively. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, like the yellow card against Chelsea, he got it like on the right-hand side, didn't he? Because he came all the way across. And, and then, you know, yeah, yeah unideal. So I, unideal. Yeah, so I, I remember I did, I did the watch-along right for the Chelsea-Arsenal game. And I mm. clipped it, and there was a bit when specifically Zinchenko, a minute and thirty seconds in, he played that square ball passing. I thought, what is he doing? And, and this is not the first time. Mm. Um, uh, Tom, I have no problem if you give the ball, giving Stevie G Hollywood Hollywood passes, and it goes it goes awry. But I, I've seen it too many times with him, and I just think sometimes for me, when I watch him play, it doesn't matter if it's home or away. Mm. I'd like to see him start out in the full back, full back position a little bit more, yeah, and then yeah. cheat a little bit when you come centrally because you, you sometimes he makes it too easy for the opposing defense or the midfield players just to sit there and go, you know what, we'll set two backs for four, let them have the ball. We know he's going to sit in the in the pocket in the middle of the midfield, not make any movement. So for me, at times it's too easy, and so I, I'm not surprised Tommy Asu came back came into the team, um, came on. Sorry, he got hooked on half time against Chelsea. And obviously, he started um, yesterday night. So, hmm. what's your thoughts about Zinchenko? Am I, am I missing something or do you see that as well? I think that Zinchenko suits games that Arsenal have the, the, the majority of possession. And typically, these are going to be games against Bournemouth, where he had a good game, um, and probably Sheffield United this weekend. Um, but when we come up against sides like Chelsea, who despite being a fairly average team in terms of their competitivity in the league this season, you know, and I'm not saying that to make a joke, that is just the reality. Um, but they have got level of quality, you know, that, that can hurt you as we found out. 
uh, or City or Spurs or, you know, any of these teams that at the moment have got the quality that can hurt you, they target him. They yeah. will exploit him. They look at him and the space behind and use that as somewhere to attack because it is a weakness. And if Tommy Asu is there, it's not as much of a weakness. So I think that, you know, when we go to Newcastle, if Zinchenko starts, I'm worried. If Tommy Asu starts, I'm not as worried. And I think that tells a bit of a story. But this weekend, if Zinchenko starts, I've got no qualms because we're going up against a Sheffield United team who I think we'd need that additional midfielder to help kind of box in the, the the opposition. So, And it's good to have options. It's good to have different you know, people. Um, so I think that regarding the, the debate between those two, it's situational. Um, and so I think that, you know, this weekend, I'm fine if Zinni starts, but the following weekend at Newcastle, I'm not fine if he starts. And I think it would be a mistake. Do you have faith that Arteta will choose the right one for the right game? I think, to be uh, fair, Tommy Asu could play against anyone, in yeah. fairness. Do I have faith in the boss? Um, if I'm being honest, Tom, I'm not sure. Um, wow. Three and a half <laughs> years. We've No, nearly four <laughs> years he's been here and he's still not got Albert fully on board. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you're asking me about that specific um, two players, and that, that's why, yeah. I mean, not, not, not his entirety, Tom. Don't get me shut down in the chat. But, um, Albert's our tatter out, people. You heard it here no, first. No, no, I've, I've never, ever, I've never ever said that. Um, but um, I think, I think with Mikel Arteta, sometimes, and this probably goes back to his time when he first came to Arsenal. I'm not really sure what he's going to do after time, Tom. If I'm honest, um, mm. I think with the, that situation with Tommy Yasu and. Um, I was going to say Tierney, you're definitely not at Arsenal. So it's Zinchenko. Is I think with Tommy, just stay fit, please stay fit, because um, he's going to be integral. But I would get, I, I would sort of look at it over, a, let's just say Tom, a five, six, seven, eight game period. Sure. If Tommy has to picked a lot more in that position, then you can start asking the question. Actually, you know what, Zinchenko, you're not guaranteed to start against Sheffield United or Newcastle or Man City or whatever team it might be, mm-hmm. but. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing hmm. because I think some of these guys need to get a bit of a wake-up call sometimes. You could apply that to probably Zinchenko, maybe even Saka a little bit, but I don't think that's the case because I don't think he trusts Reese Nelson personally. Um, that's just my own opinion. But um, it'd be interesting to see what, what happens in the next sort of five or six weeks with that in terms of that left inverted role, Tomiyasu... Um, Zinchenko, but you're right. I, I know this is better. I do not want... I want to see Tommy Asu start against Newcastle away because the way mm-hmm. they're playing at the moment, I don't know what's happening mm-hmm. tonight, but... I think they're losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't I don't want to yeah, see... No. I, I don't want to see the performance we put in against Chelsea at St. James' Park because we'll get fours and fives mm. and, they will, and they will give us that. Mm. No, I think that's fair enough. I, I, I think that Tommy Asu can start in any game for us, whereas I think Zinchenko can yeah. start in most but not all games um, and give you different things and that's 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 what's important uh, Albert thank you so much for jumping on and for being so patient I really appreciate of, it of, of course Tom I'll message you afterwards don't worry about it mate. of course well I'll be seeing you on uh, on Saturday I'll be there at the game uh, yes. a couple can hours you, before kick-off. yes can you set me a time please it's like a it's like a Tinder sure. day for me to meet yeah, you. I'll, yeah I'll whatsapp you mate I'll whatsapp you <laughs> no worries thanks Tom <laughs> 
Big up no to worries, the chat bro. as well. Thank you, man. Likewise. Cheers. See you soon. Take care, mate. Uh, you can find Albert on his channel, uh, at AlbertJTV or at Omo... I want to say 05. Uh, let me check that. Otherwise, he'll cry. Uh, let me just check. That's his uh, handle. Uh, Omo57. A-U-M-O-H-57. That's his uh, X or Twitter handle. Uh, you can find him there and he does a fantastic work. We've got three more guests coming on. I've told them that the order that they're in, so... Uh, there's going to be no complaints. Next is James and guest uh, joining us. How you doing, James? Um, I'm doing pretty well. She literally just decided to jump on because she knew that we were up next. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here the entire time, so she's just remind me of her name, Remy. Remy, it's a perfect name for a dog. Gorgeous. Um, thank you, uh, James, for joining me. There you go. <laughs> Brilliant. No, she's uh, she's done. She's had enough. She's you know maybe she knew what you were going to bring up as a topic. What do you want to talk about, James? Uh, well, first of all, um, free my boy. <laughs> um, I, th- I think he deserves a run on the team. Because it's like someone else said it earlier. You know, we started the season off playing all different kinds of weird back lines. And Ramsdale was – he didn't have the, the mistake that he had at Southampton this season. But other players like Saka, you know, that put him in precarious situations and he mm-hmm. had to – somehow miraculously bail bail his team out and he wasn't able to do it. But I, it's not me saying that Raya's been terrible. He's had, obviously, all the different mistakes that he's, he's made. But I just think Ramsdale deserves at least a run back in, especially against the likes of um, Sheffield. And obviously, he's going to play against West Ham. I think we all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just – I don't think that – I don't remember who said it earlier, but I don't think that he is being treated. Would you shut up? Being treated. <laughs> but I do think that the longer he sits out, the more his confidence is just going to fade away. Mm. Yeah. No, it's frustrating, isn't it? Because I know you're a big fan of Ramsdale, as as shown by your... I'm just waiting for your Just Stop Raya t-shirt to come in the post uh, at some stage. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you agree with the... As we've talked about it already on the show, but I'm curious to get your thoughts as well. You know, some people have said that the treatment of Ramsdale is beyond just harsh. It's like it's almost wrong. Like he's, he's just being treated wrongly. Uh, I don't agree because I we don't see. And again, the problem with being like the 17th caller mm. on your phone. So she's I'm fine. Sure. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but the problem with being so late in the call and show, everybody said everything already. So, but I don't think that he's been treated poorly. It's we don't see everything that happens in training, right? Mm, mm. And I, knowing Ramsdale's character, at least from what we see on the pitch, he he's he's going to fight with all his might to get back in the team. And but but Raya is the same way. They're both professionals. Raya's twenty eight years old. Ramsdale's what twenty four. Uh, yeah, twenty four, twenty five. Yeah. I think like if you look at that, if we're going to sign Raya permanently, you're looking at a shorter lifespan. For a keeper that, let's be honest, isn't that much better if he is better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you got the potential England number one, who the fans, we all love. We all, I can't think of a yeah. single, well, actually, I can. We got some people in our Indy group that probably hate him, but, you know, that's just because they like to hate on everything. Indeed. Um, but yeah, yeah. You always have those people. But <laughs> any any sensible Arsenal fan loves a sprint, too. 
Yeah, and I think that the, the support that he has got, obviously the character that he has, he has ultimately, you know, he's he's garnered that through his his personality, his engagement with both home and away fans in games, and there is something about his personality that I think has endeared him to supporters. Obviously, his family as well. You know, his his dad, who has appeared on on Sophie's Highbury Squad plenty of times, and you know, during that Amazon documentary as well. And I think that, that that has garnered him maybe a level of sympathy that other players like Bamiang, when they were replaced or you know exiled from the squad, weren't given. Um, call that fair, call that not. I think that personality and character comes into things. These are human beings at the end of the day. You know, I was discussing with someone in a YouTube comment section the other day. They were saying, you know, um, it's not harsh on Ramsdale. You know, Ray is the better keeper. You got to pick him. And I was saying that, and also they, they were talking about kind of the, the newborn baby situation and, you know, how that shouldn't really be considered when going or traveling to Seville. And I'm like, this isn't a video game. These aren't names on a sheet. These are human beings with lives, you know, outside of just football. And, and that does come into play when you're having discussions about them and their situations. And, you know, we talk about London being a factor for transfers and, you know, the comfortability with languages and things like that. So it, it should matter. Let me talk you about a different topic James before we move on to our next caller uh, in fact let me let me. we've talked about Odegaard we've talked about the title we've talked about Tommy Asu what, what topic are you most passionate about going on to well I just want to say one more thing on the Ramsdale yeah, okay yeah sure go for it mate it's, it's been beaten to death we know um, but <laughs> so let's beat it some more <laughs> sorry yeah let's keep beating it um, but if I was I said this yesterday if I was him and I traveled to Seville to play that game after my new, my baby was born, mm. I would have been livid. Because mm. in his mind, he probably thought he had a chance to play after sure. the performances from Raya. Now, he, he left his wife and newborn to go and sit on the bench again. Like, unless mm. it was required, mm. he should have just stayed home. But yeah. uh, I think and that's not a criticism of him, you know. That's that it's it's the choice to to not use him, which is obviously really frustrating uh, for him. But yeah, last last question to you: Erdegaard dropped or not? I was about to bring that up. Actually, this guy behind me. Um, I I don't think we can because who can you think of on the bench is going to offer the type of pressing that he does from the front? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, Smith Rowe doesn't um, press in the same way. Havertz is good off the ball, but isn't on the same level for me as, as Erdegaard as a player. And Vieira as well, I don't think offers you the same, certainly not the same pressing. So, yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I think Vieira being dropped off the bench completely in our previous match. Mm, against Chelsea, yeah, yeah. So, like, what does Arteta really see in that? I, I, like, I want Vieira to succeed. Obviously, I want all of our players to succeed. But uh, I kind of hope that Arteta's leaning towards Smith Rowe as um, a better option off the bench now than Vieira. And hopefully Smith Rowe starts to get more points. Mm, absolutely. Uh, James, thank you so much for your time uh, as well. And Remy as well, of course. Um, excellent contributions. I love that she just disagreed with half of what you said, uh, clearly, while you were speaking. She's a big Raya fan, clearly. Uh, <laughs> Indeed. James, thank you for your time, mate. I'll catch you soon. Uh, you can check out James in our Discord server. Uh, James is often a regular contributor to the uh, the Discord, so make sure you go and join. If you're not already in there, you have to become a member. I, I'd highly recommend it, not that I'm biased in any way, shape, or form. Um, two more callers, uh, penultimately is uh, Elliot. Elliot, how are you doing, mate? You good? You well? 
I am well, sir. I am back. And great to speak to you again regarding the Arsenal. And uh, hope you are well as well. On a lunch break, are we? Uh, no, no lunch break. No. Uh, Just I'll on a shift. Very good. Very good. No, uh, it, it's four in the afternoon here. So again, uh, lunch passes by. Well, fair uh, enough. Uh, but uh, we are, um, yeah, it was an enjoyable lunch. It was pizza lunch. Right? Oh, very nice. Lunch. Very nice indeed. Uh, what have you called in to talk to me about, mate? Well, I I mean, I'm not going to do the Raya issue, Raya Ramsdale issue, because again, um, and uh, the midfield is, I mean, I'll, I'll allude to it quite quickly. I think the midfield is something that we need overhauled in the next year. Um, yeah. With all the, uh, with all the, uh, the players that are going to be going out, I think that uh, Partey can't depend on anymore and he'll soon be, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, a distant memory to us, even though he's been a great servant to us uh, over our time. And also, uh, El Nene is going to be out, and uh, Jorginho will be on the way. So again, that will be a place of need in the very near future. Um, uh, we've heard of your love for uh, Mr. Fofana, and uh, yeah, and hopefully, and hopefully we will um, we'll bring him forward to the club, and also uh, hopefully a few others as well. Um, but again, it's become a, a place of seriously because I'm, I'm I'm fearing for the likes of Declan Rice and the fact that he's literally carrying. This midfield and literally this team for the last, uh, I mean, for the first, uh, you know, 10 matches plus champions, uh, plus uh, cup matches, all the champions. And, you know, I, you know, now he's, I, I don't want to see him uh, being the next Thomas party with frequent injuries. Injured. No, of course. Just, uh, again, uh, get him out of the firing line and then get some, you know, some real help, some good reinforcement, some good competition in the side so that um, he does not have to uh, suffer. Uh, suffer fools gladly and uh, literally uh, be the uh, yeah the it's just in, uh, injured going forward with us and you know especially especially young yeah the midfield is you're right to point it out because you know there's there is a real age profile problem uh, emerging in that position uh, despite the fact obviously that we tried to invest in younger players there you know Sambi Lakonga was signed Charlie Patino looked like he was coming through um, so they, they looked like we were going to see some significant youth come through but the Lakonga thing's not worked Patino could still be on the way out we don't know he had did a really interesting interview recently where he spoke about Arsenal quite glowingly especially the loan of Saliba and, and you know kind of emulating that maybe so that's kind of thrown the cat amongst the pigeons with him a little bit but Jorginho you're right Partey Elneny certainly of the older age bracket I think we've got an option to extend Jorginho's deal by a year if we want to and we might need to if Partey say moves on and Elneny moves on that that's two experienced players gone maybe it's dangerous to lose as many experienced players as that in one summer I think there's an argument that it might be who would you pick would it, is, you mentioned Yusuf Fafana I know that that's certainly not in any way swayed by how much I've waxed lyrical about him um, but uh, who would be your pick if you could have uh, a midfielder uh Listen, uh, if Kamavinga or... <laughs> I should have used the word realistic. I got carried away there. I do apologize. I mean, I mean, he was... It's good to get carried away. I like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, in, in terms of um, midfielders, I think he would be one to come to mind. Uh, I would uh, also think of... Um, uh, my guy from um, shoot, uh, the guy from Italy that plays for Inter Milan. 
Barella. Barella. Barella would be excellent for this midfield. I think he would be a, a solid addition. But mm. again, as as Italians usually go, they don't usually leave Italy. So, He's not involved yeah. in this mad betting stuff going on, is he? I don't know who's involved and who isn't uh, at the uh, moment. Yeah. I do not know. I do not know. But it, it, is, a, it is a dragnet that is ever widening. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Are, are, are ensnared in its in its in its grasp. So again, it's uh, it's yeah. Hopefully he's not. Hopefully he's not. And uh, you know, we would have a shot at him in the future. But you know, there are others that mm. that will develop over time. But uh, I should I should interject. I've just done a quick Google on this, and it says uh, this is on Football Italian. Nicola, Nicola Barella announces that he will take legal action after Maurizio Petra, the alleged source of gossip columnist Fabrizio Corona, said the inter midfielder is also involved in the betting scandal. So he is adamant he's not involved so we should if he's taking legal action nicola please don't sue me you're not uh, you're not involved mate you know <laughs> you're, you're telling us you're not involved i believe you <laughs> he's proactive rather than reactive okay okay he's uh, taking steps all right fair enough i mean mm. listen you know anything to protect his good uh, good name uh if he has to do it let him do it but again you know um it is hope that he is uh, again uh innocent of all charges uh, that may be much against him uh, but yeah, I, I just see uh, an impending tsunami that that around uh, you know over the horizon if we don't you know uh, nip it in the bud and and, and really uh, you know bring in at least one or two players within the next year uh, to bring us forward in the midfield. But my main point today has been striker in the in upfront position. Uh, mm. That's what mm. I wanted to bring to your attention because Ivan Tony is it Elliot? Is it Ivan Tony? Here's the thing, Tom. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, Jesus is, you know, he was wonderful this He was magnificent. Mm. And, uh, all, you know, all the power to him. But again, he comes up with an injury. He usually comes up with an injury. And to say <laughs> that he can be our number one striker for long, it would be a misnomer. And, you know, as, love as, as much as I love how Eddie and Ketia trains, the fact of the matter is he has a shelf life. Especially when he when he is in, involved in the lineup, he you know he starts off well, but then he trails off, and you know we, we can't he's he will not be dependent on it will not be dependent on him to score twenty goals. So, my, so the conundrum is this: if we want to stay in this title race this year, we're gonna have to bring in some goals somewhere. Now again, we we've, we've heard of Pedro Neto on the right hand side to help out Saka, yeah. but uh, you know it's it, it, it's a question of do we do we spend our resources there? Or do we bring in a striker such as Tony, who is, you know, he's like he's lobbying for us to come get him? Mm. It's almost Mudrick esque, isn't it? You know, and... <laughs> except this one is uh, it's a bit closer to home than that. But and I think this is this is I think a real intent this one. But again, uh, or do because uh, I do not see Arsenal spending on both players, especially with FFP rules being uh, as they are with us at the moment. So my my question is, what what area do we concentrate on? Uh, you know, I would, I mean, I, I for January, that, you mean? Yeah, for January. Yeah. Mm. It's a tough one, isn't it? It's hard because I think that the midfield is in need of something because uh, Partey is just not reliable enough, and I think that you know if he's not reliable enough, the next best player in the option is, is Jorginho, and I'm not sure whether or not him starting regularly is um, is what's going to take you to a title. I think certainly if he's able to step in for the odd game here and there, as he has done before with Partey and Rice, then that's fine. But 
I'm not sure at the level that he's, you know, the frequency he's playing, if that's sustainable for a team that wants to change for a title. So I I lean towards midfield and, you know, there were suggestions that Nottingham Forest came close to agreeing a deal with Monaco for Favana in the summer, that their figure that they were talking about was very close to valuation. So I clearly think it's a doable deal. I don't know how much money Arsenal really have to spend. There's been suggestions that they don't have loads um, because of the FFP situation. So they would need kind of the next year to roll over to the summer before they did, you know, a significant amount of investment again. And for that Champions League money to, of course, hit the books in the same way, I suppose, as well. So... I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I, I, I lean towards midfield. I also lean towards Neto as well. I really like Pedro Neto. I think he would. he's one of the most natural kind of options to give Saka competition. You know, an inverted right-sided player. There isn't too many of them about, especially with Premier League experience. So, and of a good age, 23 as well. So I think he was there. Um, would you be happy with Fafana and Neto as, as two options? I would, I would be uh, very happy with Neto. Uh, I saw the uh, Arsenal Vision podcast and their review of Neto, and they are mm. just frothing at the mouth at, at the prospect of bringing in a Neto. Elliot does uh, that about every player except Declan Rice, ironically. <laughs> he does his little breakdown. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But again, um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, the guys there are really uh, very enthralled with the, with the architecture. I mean, Tofana would be a good option as well, but would they spend on two, uh, would Arsenal spend on two players over the over over the uh, January transfer window? That's the question. Um, mm. You know, I, I I I you know I I don't think necessarily they will. Um, and you know, contrary to your feeling, Tom, I I really don't see Arsenal spending too much in the midfield as of January. I mean, I could be surprised. I could be but mm. I think that would be something that would be uh, relegated to a summer move. I really think they'll move towards uh, yeah, a striker position. Ivan Tony getting stronger and stronger, and there's no abatement to it. And quite simply, I am siding towards that uh, that end of the table. And uh, and and in terms of what they bring in, I mean, a Pedro Neto would be excellent. Mm. And uh, it'll give you know what, and Saka needs a rest. You can see that. I mean, the, the last couple of months he's been in, he has been, you know, it's been five or six shows of, of rest of, of tiredness to his game. And also, he needs that competition that kick up the buck to say that, listen, you got to bring your A game every every match. I don't know if he's, you know, I, far be it for me to say that Starboy's dragging his heels but it, you know, sometimes yeah. you can chuck it in because, because at the end of the day, you know, he knows he's starting every match. He knows there's no competition around this uh, over his shoulder. Yeah, he can make in from time to time, and you know he won't be bothered. So, I mean, it's one of the few areas in the, uh, on the pitch that isn't up for you know up for competition, up for debate. Uh, that other uh, position is is uh, Odegaard, and you can see with his performance uh, how things are going there. So, I, I'm, and these players do need uh, that level of competition to bring the best out of them. And, you know, I am saying that for Osaka, uh, it's needed. It's now not only for his, you know, for his you know, longevity, mm. uh, but also for, uh, for his, uh, standards of performance. And, um, you know, Pedro Neto or Ivan Toll would be my choice. Fair enough, Elliot. Thank you so much for your time. Matt. It's always, always a pleasure to catch up with you and, uh, yeah, tell me where they can find you if you'd like to. Uh, I am in the Discord. Yes, I have joined the Discord. Although I am a silent partner in the Discord, but I, 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 I'm, I I'm going to be uh, making a, myself a little more, uh, you know, 
observe and then apparent uh, within the next uh, days. Good stuff. So be there. And uh, again, it's a great group uh, that you built there. And, uh, and kudos Thanks, to you and your and, uh, and again, how's your weight loss journey coming along? I, I did hear that. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, it's going well. Yeah, I'm 10 kilos down now. Um, so I'm nearly the lowest I've been since I was 19, which is. Wow. Uh, yeah, so nine years PB it would be soon. Hopefully, I've had a I've had a few weekends of, of frivolousness, so uh, <laughs> it's kind of paused a little bit. But hopefully, uh, we'll be back on it and uh, more strict. So yeah, but it's going well, mate. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Well, thank you for jumping on. And it's always a pleasure speaking to you, Tom. And uh, yeah, we'll bid you adieu and speak to you soon. Absolutely, mate. Enjoy the rest of your day. See you later. Cheers, mate. Massive thanks to Elliot uh, for joining us as always. Um, and uh, yeah, we will move now to our final and most patient caller of the evening. It's Keith. Keith, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well, my friend. How are you doing? Very good, mate. I love your enthusiasm. Like when everyone was talking, I could see you down below, like, yes, agree oh, with them. Oh. <laughs> well, the thing is, I've been a, I'm, I'm nearly 50, and mm. I've been a, I went to my first Arsenal match when I was six. Mm. I think I saw uh, Paul Davis do his debut, and it, I, I love wow. Arsenal. I love him. Yeah, of course. No, I, I love hearing stories about people's fandom and kind of that where that stemmed from, especially, you know, having been abroad now to different supporter clubs in the US and things and hearing their stories about how they got into it. It's, it's, it's amazing. So, but you tell me what you're passionately jumping on to talk to us about. I just feel there's so much um, discourse about Raya this, Rams are that, Odegaard mm. that, Giorgino this. Let's just take a step back for a second. One second, mm. and look at where we are right now. We're third in the league on goal difference, by the way. Okay? Yeah, we're still in the league cup. I don't want to call it the Carabao Cup, it's not the league. <laughs> you just cup. did, <laughs> <laughs> cup, where it may be, right? So, we're in that we're Champions League. We went away to Sevilla. Jot, that atmosphere was amazing. Mm. How amazing was it? And to get a result there and then to come back with the win. Come mm. on. You've mm. got the W. You've got the W. Come on. What yeah. for? No, I think that you're right. And it surprised me that there's been so much pushback on Arsenal this season from even within their the own fan base. You know, I, I found it... I, do you think that obviously what last season, you know, we, we pushed for a title, we challenged for it and, and obviously we collapsed towards the end. But do you think that's raised people's expectations to a level that's nearly, I don't want to say unreachable because we should be aiming to try and win the league. Yeah. But for some, it's almost like if we don't win the league, we should be debating whether or not to change the coach. That, that To some, that's where it's reached. And it's kind of he's a victim of his own success in some ways. Yeah, but a bit premature, isn't it? That's yeah. what's happening. End of the day, we've gone in, we've done something, we've got Jesus, we've got Zinchenko. Man City were thinking like, oh my God, what have we done? We've now given Arsenal Zinchenko, Jesus. And they completely changed our team. Completely changed our team. If you look at the season before that and how things were, it was completely different. And for me, Jesus is the main guy who's changed everything. Now, yeah, he doesn't score the goals. And I want him to be that. I want him to be that guy. I really do. Mm. But he's not. And what he does do, he gels other parts of the team. 
of mm. how Michelle wants to play. So for me, I'm I'm happy. I'm very happy at the moment. S- second, third in the league, where we would say in, in the League Cup. Uh, FA Cup obviously is still to come. We're top of the group in Champions League. We come back from Spain, from Seville. We, we, mm. yeah, we, we, with a massive win. Come on, guys. Yes, mm. the Ramsdale thing. I'm a bit guided about it because I love Ramsdale. But yeah. Ray is still a good keeper. Are you worried about the performances? Because he's made some errors, you know, the, the two misplaced passes, that punch that could have not sent us home with a win if well, it had gone Tom, a different Tom, way. Tom, Tom, I, I, um, I messaged my uh, the Arsenal um, uh, WhatsApp group last night and I said, I've never been more nervous in my 40-plus years of watching the Arsenal mm. than that game. He really? Made- yeah, yeah, he made me so nervous in what he was doing, how he's doing things. You know, we've had like a, a um, Richard Wright, you know, um, uh, a Spina. We've had a, um, we've had so many Manoni goalkeepers. Goal <laughs> so many goalkeepers. Okay. Yeah. And for me, what he was doing, how he was doing it, and it must be what Mikel Arteta is saying to him to say, do this, do that, because he's a better keeper. If you watch him with Brentford. Seasons past, it's it's been more relaxed, more comfortable. Mm. It's yeah. like the whole thing in regards to the Ramsdale Raya situation has got to him because he's a better keeper than that. So I'm seriously, I'm telling you, mate. And no, oh, I think he, he is. Has, yeah. He's been a Ramsdale fan, and I want him to be number one. I do, mm. but he, yeah, as in Raya, mm. um, it seems that's a lot of pressure on him. Um, but I don't want to go into that. I want to put a positive spin on this to say, come on, come on, the Gooners. You know, mm. we are in a really good position right now. Let's get the scum off first place. Let's get in there. Let's take over them. It doesn't start until January, February. We all know this. Mm. You got to be there in January, February. That's that's the important thing. You got to be there when it really kicks off. And and. That's it. If we're two points off the top come January, February, you know, we really shouldn't oh. have too much to, to, to complain about. You know, if I offered you that now, you'd bite my arm off for it, surely. Seriously, I, I would. You've got to remember, it's, it's like the, the last two months, it's the same in any Premier, First Division, however old you are. The last two months are the most important months. Mm. Everything else, as long as you're there or thereabouts, you've got a chance. Mm. That's the way it is. You know, I, 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 yeah, go on. Sorry. No, no. I was going to say I don't want to talk about the others, the others, mm. but we are um, we're in a good position right now, and we haven't even clicked. We haven't even clicked. Yeah. Odegaard, who, in my opinion, is my favourite player. I think is very Burkamp esque, and that's my mm. favourite player of all time for Arsenal. And um, um, he he is not clicked. He's just not doing it. I don't know what it is. He hasn't got it right now. Last season, fifth, fifteen goals. Seven, Loss. Six, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's, that is incredible. Mm. And he plays more like a support striker. He really does. He's not a midfielder. He's more like a support striker for me. 
Yeah, it's interesting how his role has evolved, uh, I think, over the last year and a bit. I think maybe it might have evolved a little bit too much this season. Maybe we need to see him go back a little bit more to the basics that made him so good, like last season. Maybe we'll see that. But I think you're right in saying it hasn't clicked yet. I will focus on the others ever so briefly because I do think there's something to be said about the fact that in the first nine games of the season, Arsenal played four of the big five teams um, yeah. in those first nine games. Spurs yeah. have played all of the rel- uh, promoted sides and we've played none so far. Um, you know, yes. I think there's something to be said about the un, like underrated difficulty of how Arsenal's season has begun, especially considering you know we've had Champions League and League Cup involved as well, whereas Spurs haven't had any European football lull um, to, to play so far this season, and now we've got a, a decent run of games. You know, you look at that Newcastle away fixture, and that's tough. You look at. Um, yeah. Aston Villa away on December 9th. That's tough. Yep. You look at yep. Brighton and Liverpool in December. December's going to be tough. Uh, you know, we've got some really difficult games in December, but the rest of this month, November, there's some real opportunities for Arsenal to pick there up is. some momentum and some significant numbers of wins and score plenty of goals and see Erdegaard and Partey, fingers crossed, and Rice start and see Gabby and Gabby and, and Saka start up top as well. And, and hopefully yeah. we can get some momentum, you know, yes. into this team. Yeah. If, if we can get these next five games, if we can get, I know it's a lot, maximum points, which yeah. I don't think is a big ask, personally. I, really I, I mean, Newcastle always tough. I think if you offered me a draw, I might take that, you know. But I, I, I know, but I'm saying mm. if we can do that, if we did that, yeah, that's a massive thing. Even if you've got a draw on Newcastle, even yeah, yeah. if we did, then... That's huge. That's massive. Yeah, if, you, if you offer me 13 points from Sheffield United at home, Newcastle away, Burnley at home, Brentford away and Wolves at home, I'd probably take the 13 points if you offered yeah. it to me. Um, but there's no reason why Arsenal couldn't, you know, go and, and get maximum points. You know, we... Uh, Sheffield United obviously we didn't play them last season but you'd expect to beat them at home we beat Newcastle away really well last season it was a really impressive performance again we didn't play Burnley last season but we'd expect them to beat them at home we beat Brentford comfortably last season they've already beaten them this season we beat Wolves um, as well so you know the games that we've got you know important wins in already and and games we're expected to so that's that's key Um, any final thoughts Keith to, to round off today's phone in yeah, I just want people to to um, get away from the Ramsdale Ray situation and how mm. bad Odegaard's playing. I want them to be more positive thinking. You know what? We are where we are right now, and we're in a very good position. And let's push on. Let's support the Arsenal. The Arsenal, the only team in the Premier in, in the whole world that's the Arsenal. We are the Arsenal. Let's crack on. Let's do it. Let's push on. Come on, guys! Up the guns! Come on! Indeed, Keith, fantastic message. Fantastic debut on the phone-ins as well. I think it's your debut, is it right? I don't think I've seen you before it on the phone-ins. I wasn't going to call in, Tom, but um, it's just, I'm just so frustrated by the whole Raya Ramsdale thing. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. It's not like I could fully agree with everything he does, but let's just move on. Let's crack on. We are in a great position right now. Mm. We really are. Keith, thank you so much for your time, mate, this evening. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. And by the way, everything you do backstage and it's, it's amazing. It's oh, thanks, amazing. mate. That's very kind of you. Very kind. Well, we see you maybe at the live event next year in February, potentially. Potentially, yeah, yeah. Potentially, it could be. Yeah, it all depends. Lovely on stuff. Circumstance, but yeah. Of course, of course. Thank you, Keith. I will let you go. Thank you for your time. Up the arse. Come on.
Absolutely. Other gunners. Uh, a massive thank you to Keith for joining us. Uh, apologies, I smashed my mic, professional as always. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Very much appreciate that. Fantastic call-ins we've had tonight. Uh, I do enjoy these phone-ins. We're going to be doing plenty more of them over the course of November um, because it's going to be very lonely here in the Canton household as the missus is off to Australia for a little while. So we're going to be doing some of these phone-ins a little bit more frequently over that period, which hopefully will be around plenty of, of positive results as well. Thank you to everyone that's listened in and has been in the chat box sorry that i've not been too engaging with you guys in the chat box but uh i've tried my best whilst also talking and hosting and, and bringing people into the show at the same time it's it's all hands on deck it's like an octopus basically uh at the moment but i'll be with you and the chat box for a lot more engagement tomorrow morning as always at 8 a.m so please do tune into that it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you drop a like if you've enjoyed the show leave a comment on uh what you would like to discuss maybe in the future shows or anything that you've discussed with us today and you've got really strong uh, positive or critical comments on leave it down in the comment section below have a fantastic rest of your day evening morning wherever you happen to be in the world and i will see you again very soon and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.